The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there. It's the birthday girl. Happy birthday to Ashley Pickle. It's it's really not my birthday. Like I appreciate the well wishes, but uh, bring it back in March. Today is also birthday. the birthday of uh, Frankie Muniz. Um, oh, the goat. He was uh, what? Uh, do you remember his Christian his, like, Yelich is twenty eight. Spy movies. No. The co- agent Cody Banks. That's what it was. Oh, oh, we have a, today's the president's birthday. Today's Martin Van Buren's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Martin birthday, Van Mr. Buren. President. Wherever you are, Martin <laughs> Van Buren, happy birthday. I hope you're well. Uh, you were born in 1782, mm. so... Yeah, probably... Probably what? Doing great. Probably doing great. That's right. Happy birthday, MVB. Um, all right. Today, because it used to be... So I've got this website uh, that it used to be that uh, your previous... Your, your predecessor in, uh-huh. the, in producer chair... Did not like people knowing his name. He w- he preferred to go by the other guy. So I would have to make up a name from every day. Yeah. So I'd do the whoever's birthday it was. Yeah. Uh, the problem is that this website I go to, it's like fan, it's like voting of like who's the most important person for in the state. So it's a bunch of YouTube stars and Instagram stars. Uh, and you're not hip enough with the kids. To and know who I'm that just like, who is <laughs> Annie LeBlanc? I don't know who Annie LeBlanc is, but she's 15 today, and that's apparently a big deal. I thought like. There's nothing special about turning 15. It's the next year when you're 16. Ain't nothing special. Oh, you can get your permit. That's uh, gets that. That's a yeah. matter. <laughs> Today is Thursday, December 5th, 2019. 357 days till Thanksgiving, episode 870, 870. Frank Howard's OPS in illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's show, fellers and ladies, we are going to do a few different things. We're going to tell you about what we're doing tonight, talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Then we are going to uh, hear from the head coach of the San Antonio Wagner Thunderbirds, Coach Charles Bruce. Matt Stepp caught up with him last week. We'll hear from Coach Bruce coming up here. Then we will have the picks, my high school football predictions for all 44 UIL Texas high school football games this weekend. We'll close it all out with the championship edition of Free Money with special guest Matt Wilson from the Arlington Convention and Visitors Bureau. So, Can I interject real fast? Of course you can. We uh we didn't do first four through the door yesterday. Thought we did. So, at mm-hmm. the end, did we not? No. So I do have them saved though because people were asking as the credits were rolling. Yesterday it was Stephen Cassie, Matthew McSpadden, Sean Burnett, and Tony. Um, today it is also Stephen Cassie, Nicholas Morton, Rob Hadaway, and Phil Vaney. Okay. Welcome in. Welcome in, guys. Would you like to interject any further? Nope. That's it. Why don't you tell us about what we're doing tonight? Tonight, we are having the inaugural Dave Campbell's Texas Football Watch Party. What's that mean? What's that mean? It means that Matt Step ish 
uh, Tepper and myself will be back in the studio at 7.30 to watch on Texan Live, Refurio versus Holland. Uh, we'll be eating pizza and commenting yeah. on it. So we will not be streaming the game. We will not be yes. streaming the game. We are leaving that up to our friends at Texan Live. The only place you can stream the game is on Texan Live, texanlive.com. Uh, so stream the game. We want to be what we want. Our our goal is to be your second screen experience. That's mm -hmm. what we want to do. If you and if you just want to hang out with us for a few hours, then do. It'll be fun. And like I'm gonna be sitting over here with my computer. So please comment. Yeah. So we can we can have stuff to talk about too. We want y'all to be just as involved as we yes. are. Yes. We want you guys to be involved. This is an opportunity for you to just think about as just hanging out with your internet friends. That's yeah. Watching a football game. So. Uh, the watch along going on tonight, 7.30 p.m. Wherever you're watching the, this show right now, although if you're listening to the podcast, I have bad news for you. Textfootball.com slash live or Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Mm -hmm. That's where you can watch it. So join us. It'll be fun. It's the only uh, high school. It's the only UIL game going on tonight. Holland and Refurio. It's at the Alamo Dome. Uh, figures to be a good game, too. You were asking me uh, what I thought. And Matt, Steph, yeah. and I are on different sides of this. Yeah, I was curious. Uh, I'm picking Refurio. Mm -hmm. I am as well. Matt, Steph is picking Holland. Uh, and that stuff knows some stuff. So there's a lot of, you know, this is not, this this figures to be a pretty good game. And I hope it's a good game for the sake of the entertainment value. But even if it's a blowout, we'll just be shooting the breeze. So come on in, join us for the watch along tonight, the inaugural watch along. And here's the beauty of this. This is an idea we've had kicking around the offices for for about a month now, yeah. month and a half. And here's the beauty of it, okay? If this thing is a train wreck, we're just never going to do it again. Yeah, like we... We're yeah. just going to try it. That's the beauty about being on the internet rather than like on actual TV. Yeah. Is you don't... Like if it's a train wreck, then you say, well, we had fun. Thanks for tuning tune in. in. Then tune in for a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be exciting for you, the viewers. Either way it goes. <laughs> Either way, it'll be fun. So textfootball.com slash live or facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. We will be streaming... Uh, our watch along where we will be watching the Refurio and Holland game commenting on it live uh, make sure you go to texanlive.com to uh, to be able to watch the game tonight with us it'll be fun I promise so check that out speaking of the Alamo Dome that's where Matt Stepp was how about that for a transition <laughs> Matt Stepp was at the Alamo Dome last week uh, paid the big bucks watched uh, <laughs> San Antonio Wagner survive a big scare from previously unbeaten San Antonio Harlan but they come out with a win there through to the regional final and Matt Stepp caught up with their head coach Charles Bruce here's Matt Stepp's conversation with San Antonio Wagner coach Charles Bruce here on Texas Football Today Matt Stepp Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio here with the head coach of the Wagner Thunderbirds coach Charles Bruce after a uh, thrilling and hard-fought 48-46 win over uh, San Antonio Harlan to advance to the regional final. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate it. Coach, uh, you know, th these playoff games, you know, they're, I know you want to cherish them whenever you get you get a chance, and, and they're not always easy, and today was certainly not easy. You guys are playing a heck of a ball club. That was a, a heck of a game. Uh, not good for the blood pressure, is it? Oh, not at all, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> Harlan fought. You know, they fought. They had a great game plan coming into it, and um, I'm proud that our kids persevered. Uh, offensively, I thought you guys were really efficient for the most part. Uh, you know, you got, you got your option game going. You got a lot of your weapons going. And I think uh, the key this year for you guys is the ability to push the ball downfield in the passing game. How much does it open it up for, for the option game between the tackles when you got a guy out, guys outside who can make plays? What a great thing. We got, like, number 88, Josh Cobbs, who's a big target. Um, our quarterback is throwing the ball better. And that kind of opened up the running lanes for L.J. Butler. But that offensive line is doing a fantastic job. Uh, defensively, I, I know uh, you know you, you look at the 46 points, and, and you're not going to be happy about that. But in, in key moments, uh, in big big moments in the game, you guys were able to step up and get them off the field and make plays and kind of help build yourself a little bit of a lead in the middle part of the game. Uh, 
I know I know defensively you guys are, are going to clean some things up, uh, but in key moments you guys got to come up with big plays, right? Yes, sir. You know, they made plays when they had to. All right, now uh, looking ahead to the fourth round of the playoffs, uh, I know you, you, you know you got you to watch film and all that. You got a, a tough road trip ahead of you, it looks like, uh, down to Corpus Christi. Uh, yeah, I know you, don't, you haven't had a chance to watch Veterans Memorial, but uh, what type of ball do you guys need to play to go on the road and get a big playoff win? Well, we got to handle the road first, you know, and then we got to control the ball, and we got to make stops. You know, the, the key to our defense is making stops, and the key to our offense is, you know, keeping the drives alive. All right, Coach, now a uh, final question for you. Uh, you get a big playoff win, like I said, it's third playoff win of the year. Uh, what's the post-game post meal going to be like? What do you celebrate when you get a big playoff win? I'm just going to go hug these guys, uh, appreciate the victory, and look forward to next week. Coach, appreciate it. Congratulations on the win, and uh, good luck next week. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he is, Charles Bruce, the head coach of the San Antonio Wagner Thunderbirds. Big game this weekend against Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Uh, their running game is really humming right now with L.J. Butler and company. Figures to be a lot of fun. Um down there, I believe that that game's at Buck. That game's in Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. So San Antonio Wagner is going to be traveling outside of San Antonio for the first time since week one. So wow. keep an eye on that one. It'll be interesting. They went to Laredo in week one, and since then they've basically been inside the loop down there in San Antonio. So yeah. uh, figures to be fun. Uh, very interesting game for the Region 4 title in 5A Division 1. But Wagner is humming along. Um, and remember, they are the reigning Region 4 champions. And by the way, uh, Matt Step is 15 feet tall. Yeah. He's, I think I do feel like I will best. say this now. Char <laughs> Charles Bruce is a is a s smaller guy, mm -hmm. but Matt Step is huge. Yeah, Matt Step is a big dude. Uh, he is a couple inches taller than me, and I'm like six one. Like I'm a little under six one. Like I I've got pretty good size on me. Mm -hmm. um, and Matt Step like hulks over me, so that's why sometimes we'll have an interview. Where there will be a coach who's taller than Step, and I'm like, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah. Is that guy on stilts? I know, seriously. That's I always feel funny because I'm pretty tall for a girl too. I mean, -ish. I'd say you're pretty tall. I'm like five eight ish, yeah. um, and it's always really like weird when I interview a coach that's like shorter than me. It's always funny. I feel a little bad about it almost sometimes. Oh, I just sent a text. Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much for caring about my comment there. I, so uh, <laughs> one of our friends, um, uh, Jessica Mori, who used to be at KC and in um, Waco and now is w working for Oklahoma State, she is uh, – she's like my wife's size. And my wife is – people know this uh, who watch the show. My yeah. wife – I have tiny wife. Um, she's she is she's, short. She's five foot tall. Um, and so the same thing with um, – our chairman's looking in the window. Um, <laughs> the act, act right. Act, act normal. We <laughs> <laughs> um, – uh, but she, because she does interviews, mm -hmm. she carries with her. She has a folding stool. Ah, okay, that that's smart. On. That's and smart. she's got a name for it that I can't remember. Like it's like a cute name <laughs> for her little stool. For her stool. Oh, I like that. Yeah. My mom's five two, five three and she used to. Yeah, the stool in the kitchen was always a a must for her. Yeah, it's we've got one in our in our kitchen for. And, and by the way, we've been decorating the Christmas tree, and uh, guess who's had a lot of stuff to do? We put our Christmas tree up on uh, Monday night. We're Texas Football today. Anyway, thanks to Charles Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage, high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. So, 
There are some high school football games this weekend. That Including is one a tonight. Fact, actually. Yeah, watch uh, along. <coughs> 44 <laughs> games across the state, including. I feel like we're not talking about this enough. We're going to punch our first four tickets to AT&T Stadium. Uh, I think all the games are on Friday. All the games are tomorrow. All the six-man games. Mm-hmm. Uh, six-man yeah. semifinals are tomorrow. Yeah, that's very so true. So we will, we will know four teams that we will see at AT&T Stadium tomorrow. There are 44 games across the state. I picked all 44 of them. Here are the picks here on Texas Football Today. We're down to 88 teams left in the Texas high school football playoffs. We're going to cut that number in half again in the regional finals. These are the picks. <laughs> Welcome into the picks presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to December. It is the regional finals of the 2019 Texas high school football playoffs. And we are down to just seven defending state champs left holding on to their crown. We lost three more in the regional semifinals. And right now there are just 44 games scattered across the state, including we will punch our first four tickets to AT&T Stadium in Arlington for the state championship games. But there's a lot to get to before we get to all that. We start in Houston. Six o'clock Saturday at NRG Stadium in Houston. It's the Region 2 final in 6A Division 2 as the Dallas Jesuit Rangers take on the Spring Westfield Mustangs. What are the keys to this matchup? Well, key number one, Jesuit's ground game. I don't want to take anything away from Jesuit quarterback Rance Holman because he has been very, very solid. But if you ask Coach Brandon Hickman for Jesuit what their team is all about, they are about running the ball, and they do it exceptionally, exceptionally well. Behind their big offensive line, led by Branson Hickman, and two outstanding running backs in E.J. Smith and Jake Taylor. This team can run and run and run. It's a big reason why they've shocked their last two opponents in Longview and Klein Collins to reach this point. Well, Spring Westfield, their defense pretty much prides themselves on the fact that you're not going to be able to run the ball on them. Right, Dylan Peavy, their linebacker, has been fantastic. Big defensive lineman Nicholas Brown is a load in the middle, and this is going to be the strength-on-strength strength matchup in this game. Can the Dallas Jesuit offense run the ball against Spring Westfield, or will the Mustangs shut it down? Key number two, Westfield's ball security. You know, for a sophomore, quarterback Cardell Williams for Spring Westfield has been really careful with the football. I think you like to think of young players as being a little bit loose with the football, but not Cardell Williams. He's thrown just four interceptions on the year, been very, very solid. Not to mention, they run the ball very well. Plain and simple, this Westfield team plays clean football. They don't turn the ball over very much. Dallas Jesuits defense, though, they are ball hawks. They turn their opponents over in droves, led by their safety, Jack Barton. This is a defense that likes to take the ball away from you, and they're very, very good at it. So turnover margin is going to be a big factor in this matchup. Can Westfield hold on to the ball? And key number three, momentum. I think you could have penciled Spring Westfield in here into the regional final. This is a team that's been strong all year long, and we thought that they had a really good shot of getting out of Region 2. Dallas Jesuit wasn't supposed to be here. Uh, they were supposed to lose two weeks ago to defending state champ Longview, only they went and knocked off the Lobos. And then, you know, last week, uh, a nice win, but you're supposed to lose to Klein Collins. Well, they had other plans for that as well. The Rangers, if you believe in momentum, have all of it in this game. They are playing with house money. I don't believe in momentum, plain and simple. I believe in confidence, though. And right now, this Jesuit team is playing with a supreme amount of confidence. In this regional final, does that play out that way? Who am I picking? 
I'm going with Spring Westfield. I think that the Mustangs are now the favorite to come out of Region 2 because of their offensive balance uh, with Kendall Taylor, their running back, and their quarterback, Cartel Williams. Uh, beyond that, I think that their defense is starting to play its best football right now. What they did last week to a high-powered midway team is very impressive. Jesuits got all the magic right now, right? This is a program that is flying high and feeling like they can beat anybody. And I feel like if they get another sensational game from running back EJ Smith, they've got a great shot. But most importantly, they've got to force a couple of turnovers. They got to be plus two or plus three in the turnover margin to win this game. But another advantage for Westfield, this game is in Houston. This game is at NRG Stadium. I think that's a little bit of an advantage that puts the Mustangs into the state semifinal. Let's go northwest, 7 o'clock Friday night at Buffalo Stadium in Canyon. It's a 3A Division II regional final between the Abernathy Antelopes and the Canadian Wildcats. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, dual threat dynamos. You know, coming into the year, we had big questions about what Canadians offense is going to look like. They needed a quarterback. Well, Grant McCook has stepped up in a big way at the signal color spot. This guy has been lightning in a bottle for Chris Ketting's offense. He has been sensational. Abernathy, we did not have any questions about their quarterback situation. Bryson Daly has been as advertised for this Antelope's attack. It's a big reason why Abernathy is in this spot right now, looking to advance to a state semifinal. So when these two dynamic dual threat quarterbacks go head to head, who wins out? Key number two, quietly strong defenses. Both these teams score a lot and points get headlines, but what's really special about both these squads is that the defenses have been just as good as those offenses. You know, for Abernathy, Dante Flores has led the way of this Antelope's defense is a lot better than people may realize. And on the Canadian side, the safety duo of Bill and Jack Ketting is leading the way for this Wildcats defense uh, that can turn you over and make big plays themselves. For both of these teams, the headliners are on offense, but the defenses are even more important to what they do. Who steps up on this big stage? And key number three, late and close. So neither of these teams have really been challenged much. Abernathy has played just one game within one score. That was when they lost to Post 14-13 to in a weather-shortened game. That game ended in the third quarter. Canadian has not played a game within 14 points all year long. Well, this is a huge challenge because I think that this game's going to be close. I think that these are two really evenly matched squads, and it figures that it's going to come down to the fourth quarter in a one-score game. And neither of these teams are really that experienced in playing in those types of situations. So, when they get to new ground like that, where it's late and close, who can make those key plays? Who am I picking? I'm going with Canadian. They've been my pick in Region 1 since the beginning of the playoffs, and I see no reason to change it right now. I think maybe the key here, we talk a lot about Grant McCook, their quarterback, but Hayes Huffstedler, I think their running back, is another critical component to this Wildcats attack. They need to have that balance, and that is going to be a big challenge for his Abernathy defense. Now, what I love about this game is you've got two quarterbacks who can absolutely positively take it over and will their team to a, re to a state semifinal. It would not be a surprise at all to see Abernathy come away with a win. But I think the Canadian defense makes enough plays, and I think that their balance on offense wins out. I think Canadian moves on to the state semifinals. Let's go to 6A Division I, 2.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon at McKinney ISD Stadium. It's the Region 1 championship between the South Lake Carroll Dragons and the Duncanville Panthers. This is a rematch of last year's regional final, which really served as the coming out party for Duncanville. They drilled South Lake Carroll 51-7, the worst playoff loss in South Lake Carroll history. Uh, and you got to believe that South Lake Carroll has been thinking about that 
for an entire year and wants a little bit of revenge. And I do think that this Carroll team is better than they were last year. I think quarterback Quinn Ewers has added a new element to this team. And beyond that, I think their defense is playing exceptionally well. But right now, the Duncanville defense is playing like a team on a mission. They have looked outstanding against a bunch of high-powered offenses this year. Beyond that, they've still got that guy. They've still got Jaquin and Jackson running the show at the quarterback spot. While I don't think their offense is quite as good as it was last year, I think he's certainly enough to get them to a state semifinal. I think Duncanville brings home a win. To 5A Division One, we go 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Buccaneer Stadium in Corpus Christi. San Antonio Wagner takes on Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial in the Region 4 final, and it's a matchup of a team that we definitely thought would be here in Wagner against a team that finished fourth in their own district, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. One of the great stories of the Texas high school football playoffs this year, and it's easy to see why quarterback Carter Centerfit has been sensational for this Eagles team. And they have looked every bit the part of not only a regional contender, but maybe even a state title contender. Going up against San Antonio Wagner, the defending region champs, and, and they have looked the part as well. Their running game is certainly humming behind LJ Butler, who is a man-child out there. Extremely hard to bring down. This is a really interesting matchup between two different styles. Uh, you're going to see Veterans Memorial air this ball out with center fit, and you're going to see Wagner pound it on the ground. One thing that I'm watching, though, is that this Wagner secondary has been torched the last couple of weeks, and that makes me think that Veterans Memorial, the four seed, is going to come away with a win. That's right. I think the Eagles move on to the semifinal. To 5A Division II we go, 2 o'clock Saturday at Freedom Field in Iowa Colony as Manville takes on Fort Bend Marshall in the Region 3 final. This is a rematch of their district game back in Week 4 when Manville brought home a 38-34 victory. And, and the question is, how much has changed? since then. We know what Fort Bend Marshall is about. Running back Devonna Chan is one of the very best players in the state. Quarterback Malik Hornsby has been terrific and more importantly, recently, the Fort Bend Marshall defense has been very, very good. Well, they're going to need to be good again against Tucker Yarborough, the quarterback for Manville, and their outstanding running back Donovan Eaglin, who had an outstanding game last week against Barbers Hill. My question is who makes stops, right? There's plenty of firepower on the field. Who makes stops? It's really hard to beat a good team twice. But Manville looks like they're on a mission to prove that they are the dominant power in Region 3. I think they come away with another very narrow win. To 4A Division 1 we go. 7 o'clock Friday night at McLean Stadium in Waco as Argyle takes on Waco La Vega in a game that we've pretty much had circled since they met back in Week 2 when Argyle went on the road to Belmead and beat La Vega 49-35. to And now you're probably saying, but Tepper... What happened last year? Well, last year, Argyle beat La Vega in the regular season, and then La Vega beat Argyle in the playoffs in the game that mattered, right? On their way to a state championship. And uh, there's plenty of reason to believe that's going to happen again. Elisha Cummings, the running back for La Vega, has hit another gear, and quarterback Landry Kenny really feels like he is settling in. I think this team, there may not be a new addition to this La Vega team, but I think that they have gelled in a very real way that could make this a really interesting matchup. But on the Argyle side, uh, quarterback Bo Hogaboom has been quite simply one of the best players in the state this year. His wide receiver core has stepped up in a big way, and I think that their defense may be coming around. They had an outstanding uh, effort last week against Brownwood. I think this game is very close. Probably comes down to something like special teams or a key turnover towards the end. But I think Argyle may be looking like a team that could win it all. I like the Eagles to bring home a win. For Division 2 now, 3.30 p.m. Friday afternoon at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. The Region 4 title is on the line as Geronimo Navarro takes on Wimberley. This is a rematch 
of a district game in which Navarro handled Wimberley relatively easily in week nine. And look, I think this is a different Wimberley team. I think they're playing significantly better than they were back in week nine, most notably because Cooper McCollum, their quarterback, has been sensational. But my question is, can the defense do anything to slow down Euler De Leon and this Navarro slot T offense? Because it is humming right now. That's the big challenge. Uh, for Wimberley, they want to keep the score low. I, I think that they have got to find a way to slow down this Navarro offense. But right now, the Panthers, I think, are just too hot. I think Navarro brings home the win. In 3A Division 1, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Pennington Field in Bedford, the Brock Eagles take on the Pilot Point Bearcats. And, hey, another rematch of a district matchup. Pilot Point edged Brock back in Week 5, 20-14, and this figures to be just as close because these two teams are playing their best football right now. Jacob Pitts, the quarterback for Pilot Point, I think leads an offense that wants to push the pace. The higher scoring this game is, the more it benefits Pilot Point because this is a Brock team that is not necessarily built to score big points. They are built to grind it on the ground with running back Cash Jones and lean on their defense. But I think that Brock defense is the difference. I think they are the reason why Brock moves into the state semifinal. 2A Division 1 now, 7 o'clock Friday night at the Mustang Bowl in Sweetwater. It's a battle of unbeatens as the Post Antelopes take on the Hawley Bearcats. And if you like a game that's going to be over in 45 minutes, you will love this game because both of these teams are going to do basically nothing but run the ball. And for good reason. They are really, really good at it. Tatum Thetford and Ashton Jefferson lead the way for this bold, cold attack for Post. Meanwhile, what can you say about Colton Marshall for Hawley that hasn't already been said? He's already over 3,000 yards rushing for the year. He has been sensational. The question is who steps up defensively. Right now, I think the post defense has a very slight edge. I think the Antelopes move on to the state semifinal. In 2A Division II, 7 o'clock Friday night at Lions Stadium in Vernon. The Hamlin Pied Pipers take on the Wellington Skyrockets in what is undoubtedly the best mascot matchup of the weekend, but also a game that we kind of had circled for a while. I think that we started to realize that these were the two strongest teams in Region 2, and here they are colliding for a regional title. Uh, you know, Wellington has been very strong all year long, and it feels like that running game is really, really starting to hum. Running back Mark Ramirez paced a 363-yard attack against Winthorpe last week. On the other side for Hamlin, they've got great balance to their offense. Javon Williams, their running back, and Braden Warner, their quarterback, lead a balanced attack. This game comes down to defense. This game comes down to who can make more stops. This isn't score for score. This is stop for stop. And for me, I think I trust the Hamlin defense just a little bit more. I think this game is close, and I think this game actually has a chance to be very low scoring. But for now, I think Hamlin brings home a win. And we will punch our first tickets to the state championship games this weekend in these 1A ranks. Six-man football has reached the state semifinals, including in 1A Division I, 7 o'clock Friday night at Tiger Stadium in Heiko as Blum takes on Jonesboro. Both these teams had to battle back from halftime deficits in their regional finals, but did so with gusto. Their defense is really stepping up. The names to know here are Ian Schof for Jonesboro and Dylan Vardman, the quarterback for Blum. I think this game is very close and potentially very hard to call. This is one of the toughest games, I think, to predict in the state this week. But I think Blum's defense gives it a very slight edge. I think the Bobcats are heading for AT&T Stadium. And in 1A Division II, 6.30 p.m. Friday night at Greyhound Field in Knox City. The Motley County Matadors take on the Blackwell Hornets for a spot at the state championship game. And what a story for Blackwell this year. Last week, they knocked off number one Jayton uh, to earn their first ever state semifinal appearance.
Cameron Coldiron and Michael Lowry have been terrific for this Blackwell squad. Motley County was the favorite coming out of Region 1, and there, there's no reason uh, that they shouldn't be here. This team has been outstanding all year long, and they can score with anybody. Demetric Sims is the name to know for the Matadors. But right now, there's something about this Blackwell team that's starting to feel like a team of destiny, and I'm wondering if that's going to carry them through. I think Blackwell advances to the state championship game. But those are far from the only big games in the regional finals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Let's get to the lightning round. In 6A Division I, I like Rockwall over Prosper. Lake Travis gets a big scare, but they get by Converse Judson. And Galena Park North Shore keeps on rolling. They beat Atascacita. 6A Division II, now Denton Geyer gets by Amarillo Tascosa in a high-scoring affair. I like Cy Creek over Katie Taylor in a regional final that I don't know if anybody saw coming. And in Region 4, I like Austin Westlake to beat San Antonio Brandeis. In 5A Division I, I like Denton Ryan over Colleyville Heritage. Give me Frisco Lone Star to take down Lancaster in a close one. And I like Alvin Shadow Creek over Maynard. In 5A Division II, I think Alito gets by Ennis. I think Lubbock Cooper wins its rematch with Wichita Falls Ryder. And Corpus Christi Cal Allen keeps on running. They get by Bernie Champion. 4A Division I now. What a story out of Dumas. I think it keeps going with a win over Springtown. Give me Carthage to beat Midlothian Heritage. And in a district rematch, I like Lampasas over Liberty Hill. 4A Division II now. West Orange Stark wins its rematch with Sills B. Pleasant Grove wins its rematch with Gilmer. And I like Midland Greenwood over Iowa Park. In 3A Division I, I like Pottsboro to edge Gladewater. Give me Columbus to avenge its earlier loss to Hallettsville. And I'm done picking against Grandview. I think the Zebras beat Troy. Three rematches in 3A Division II. I like Dangerfield over Paul Pewitt. I like East Bernard over Ganado. And I like Gunner over Holiday. In 2A Division I, I think Valley View gives San Saba everything they can handle, but the Armadillos win out in the end. I like San Augustine over Groveton. And in the lone Thursday night game this week, I like Refurio over Holland. Expect some fireworks in 2A Division II. I like Stratford over Wink. Give me Fall City over Bremond. And Mart beats Munster. And there's two more tickets to AT&T Stadium to punch. In 1A Division II, in a battle of two six-man dynasties, I think Richland Springs gets the edge over Strawn. And in 1A Division I, I like defending state champ McLean to get by Rankin. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? I didn't leave out any games because there's only 44 and I picked all of them. So just let me know what I'm wrong about. Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2019 Texas High School Football Playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the regional finals of the Texas High School Football Playoffs. We'll see you. There it is. Good picks. My predictions for all 44 UIL High School Football Playoff games this weekend. And as usual, I guarantee... I got at least one of those right. I think you should bump it up to two. I, I think, think you're playing scared. I think you need to make your own picks, and then <laughs> you can say you got two right. I don't I, know if I would have enough time to edit I, both of them. I can't guarantee. I can't guarantee that I got two right, but I can't guarantee I got one right. Do you know why? Math. Actually, you know what? Your odds are. Because there's like slimming. there's like two games that I'm like fairly certain I know who's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Like two games that I think are relative mismatches. Yep. But only two. So yeah, okay. You know what? You talk me into it. This is last week though. Last week. <laughs> I'm only going one next week. <laughs> I, Greg Tepper, guarantee I got at least two of those right. Anyway, you can see that on YouTube. It's on YouTube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. And uh, then it's also on textfootball.com. Or it will be if you're listening it to the podcast be. by the time you hear this. So 
We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com slash Insider. Get it as a gift for the football fan in your life. If you have somebody in your life, I mean this very sincerely. If you have somebody in your life that is very hard to buy for, Mm-hmm. But they like football. Give them this. Give them a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And if you don't, if they don't like it, then they don't renew it, right? But I feel like this is like this is one of those things that like they're gonna like, and they'll say, "Oh, you know what? I like football, and this is a good opportunity for me to get football in my life." TexasFootball.com slash Insider makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com slash Insider. I there, think. Sorry, Levi. Was talking about bringing By the way, I need to tell you this. Yeah. Do you know how to say his last name? No. His last name is Kneebush. Kneebush. Like that makes knee, sense. And then like yeah, not the a tree, silent but a bush. K. Really. Knee bush. Yeah. I got you, Levi. What's up? Um, he was asking if you wanted Taco Villa. Oh, that's right. He's I think. Out. Yeah, I was thinking. I think he'll be at the Star. I think he said that the other day. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be at the Star, so oh. I can't do it. Normally, I would say yes, but unfortunately, Darn. I can't do it. Thank Sorry. you, though. I appreciate it, Levi Kneebush. So, <laughs> what's his name? Levi Nebush. Got it. Uh, there is some college football this weekend. One particular game of potentially extremely important stakes. You, you got it, bud. I was going to say import. You got I was gonna it. Say, I was going to say great import. That's what I was going to say. But it just came out like mush. Uh, <laughs> enough of my words. Happy solid. Thursday. <laughs> we recorded uh, the picks yesterday, or we recorded free money yesterday with our friend from the Arlington Convention and Visitors Bureau, Matt Wilson. Here is the picks for championship week. Got Texas football today. Ashley, it's technically the college football postseason now. We have reached the college football uh, second season. I thought this ended after the regular season. No, there's no end for you. Instead, we get to to bring back America's favorite segment. It's free money! Free money! My college football picks against the spread. Uh, we're joined by Matt Wilson of the Arlington Convention and Visitors Bureau. Hi, Matt. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're here. We have you in because um, I'm sorry o- you have to sit through this. It's okay. There's only w- he's mm-hmm. used to it. There's only one game this week, and it's in it's in your backyard. Uh, that's Arlington, Texas. Yes, 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 it's in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see it from my house. Yes. But um, big doings in Arlington. I have I. This is. Entirely true. I just booked a hotel in Arlington. <laughs> and you didn't call me. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. I- I'm, not, I'm not paying for it. Somebody else is paying for it. That so works. That's not my problem. Uh, but, yes, because uh, the state championships are coming. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, I guess, you know, I-, I-, I always enjoy talking with you about this, that the state championship games are – what I always appreciate about the city of Arlington is you guys have gone out there and said, no, 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 no. This is an important event for us. This is yep. a huge event for us. And, and I know that it, it, the UIL feels like it's a really nice home uh, for the state championship mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it's, it's really important for the city of Arlington. Um, you know, I could go into a, a ton of different reasons. But when you look around the country, there is nothing that matches Texas state championships. It's a singular sports it really event. Is. Oh, yeah. It really is. And when I tell people that we'll have close to 250,000 people over the course of four days, it really uh, gives a lot of gravity to – this this event you mm-hmm. know the, when you talk about wrestlemania you talk about final fours all those different things are awesome they're cool uh but state championships for four days people get to experience arlington and, and have a great time and uh we view it very much along the same lines as uh, those other big championships well and you think about it 
like with with a quarter million people, like we're talking about like three Cowboys games. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. you're and talking about it really is, and, and I think sometimes people don't think of it in that terms, uh, in those terms. But we've really gone out of our way to educate everyone in the city, from our restaurants, our hotels, to everyone, um, that this is a big deal. Yeah. Really and it's deal. every year, like you brought up, like the Final Four and stuff like that. But like this one is guaranteed every yeah, year. Yeah, this is it's something every year, and it's so big for the Cowboys too. I mean, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jones, Jerry Jones. I say Mr. Jones, uh, just in case he's listening, uh, Mr. Jones. Hello, Mr. Jones. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for tuning th- in. <laughs> this is a very important event for the Cowboys as well, and mm-hmm. it really starts with them. If if this were something that they were like, oh yeah, you know, this is kind of cool, whatever, it might be a little bit different. But the Cowboys have have gone out of their way to make sure that this gets the same amount of uh, attention that that all these other big events get. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got to admit that, like, that fourth day when I'm leaving the stadium, I was like, <laughs> okay, I can take a break from the stadium here. Like, I always say that it's the, that, that this is a, a, a reminder because I think – I truly believe that's the most – AT&T Stadium is maybe the most remarkable building mm-hmm. humans have ever yeah. constructed. Yeah. It is Pyramid, amazing. It's a right. Yeah. It's up there. It, that is proof that – you can get tired of anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if you can get tired of the mac and cheese there, yes, which I oh do, my gosh. I, and I, their mac and cheese is incredible. I'd put it up against any mac and cheese you've ever had in your it's life. Good. You didn't know that this was a, a show about mac and cheese, but it, it's now become that. It, it typically is, by actually. The, by the fourth day, I, I can't even look at it. <laughs> I I really Please put it away. There, people that haven't been there all week will come in and be like, oh, my gosh, mac and cheese. I'm like, Go nuts, man. Yeah, take as much <laughs> as you'd like. I'm not eating any of it. Of course, there's uh, big doings. This weekend too, yeah. that you guys are welcoming in some uh, some folks from south of 35 mm-hmm. and some folks from north of 35, and then I guess from all over uh, for the Big 12 Championship game. Uh, another another signature event there in in Arlington that yeah. I know you guys you know pride yourselves on on, on hosting every single year, yeah. and I know you guys have a great relationship with the Big 12 as well. Yeah. So this uh, this of course brings us to free money. It's a truncated edition of free money. There's just one game. I mean, you may have to explain that word uh, to a few folks, uh, especially from my hometown. Trunc- oh no, truncated. truncated might be a little. It's a small, smaller than <laughs> okay. usual. Yeah. Smaller than and usual. Abbreviated. But I can tell you, Ashley. Which we like. Uh, we don't. We like when mm. uh, free money is well, truncated. Ashley, I've got bad news for you. Yes. But I went six and four last week, and with my six uh, and four mark, I'm now sixty-one. No, are you going to be forty-nine and four on the year? Which means. I am guaranteed to finish above 500. Does that mean we bring him back for next year? That I means mean, is my that contract auto renews. No, 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 no. Free money auto renews. No. I think that's up to Ashley. Mm, I think it's, yeah, I think it is too. Matt, oh, man, I love when he's in here. You're going to have all the mac and cheese you want. Let's get to the game. <laughs> Let's get to the game. It's the Big 12 Championship game. What is our game this week, Ashley? All right, our singular game. Yes, Big 12 Championship, Baylor versus Oklahoma, 11 o'clock a.m. on Saturday at Jerry World. OU favored by nine. Of course, this is a rematch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you take over. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested. We have not. This is true. We have not. You've been in the office for 15 minutes before this, but we have not talked about the game at all. <laughs> no, we um, have not. I'm interested in, in your feel on this game. It's really, really tough to beat someone twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk to any high school coach in Texas, they'll tell you it doesn't matter if, if they beat somebody 55 to 10 in the regular season, you get the playoffs. It's a different deal. Um, you know, you've seen each other once already on the field. It's not just about film study, but you have a really good feel for, for what that team does. Uh, I really feel like Baylor probably wins this game. Outright. Outright. Wow. And, and here's the reason why. Uh, I think that you've seen Oklahoma – You've seen a few dents uh, mm-hmm. that they might be able to exploit. Jalen Hurts is, is an incredible quarterback. 
turned the ball over a few times, made some uncharacteristic mistakes uh, the last couple of weeks. It's it, it's going to be a dogfight for sure, but I, I think Baylor wins outright, and I, that's just my gut. Okay. <clears throat> let's go back. Let's go back to their original game. The first time they played, 34-31, Oklahoma comes back and wins the mm-hmm. game. Let us, just for the sake of this exercise, say that that is an accurate reflection of these two teams, that Oklahoma is slightly better than Baylor, just for the sake of this argument. Okay. okay. Now you remove, you take it from a home game to a neutral site, and you add C.D. Lamb, who missed that first game. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to be back for Oklahoma. How much of a point swing is that? I'll tell you what. I think that's worth some points, but I don't think it's worth six. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take Baylor in the points. I'm going to take Baylor, Baylor plus points. nine. Okay. I think this is about a seven-point game. I think that I think CeeDee Lamb is worth some points. I think a neutral side is worth sure. some points. Um, and so I, I think, but I do think this game is close, uh, which may end up hurting both teams if, yep. you know, if this game is close. Because right now when you look at the college football playoff, they need style points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both these teams need style points. So I will say I'm going to go with Baylor plus nine, although I think, sadly, I think Oklahoma wins the game. Okay. I think this game is close. But how does how does Charlie Brewer play? Right, that's a you huge know? question. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Brewer plays mistake-free ball. I think Baylor has every chance in the world to win that game. Absolutely, I think you're right. And the biggest thing, if you look back on the first half versus the second half, the biggest difference in that game was that in the first half, Baylor's defensive front was in Jalen Hurts' yeah. kitchen making mm-hmm. eggs. They were just stirring, saying, "Do you want something?" In the second half, they protected him better. Mm-hmm. So how does the Baylor defense attack Hurts? Because I think what we saw is that you you can rattle him. Mm-hmm. You can you yeah. can get him to make mistakes if you put pressure on him. Can they put the right amount of pressure and not expose their back end? I think that's going to be interesting. So we're on the same side. Yep. We're both picking Baylor plus nine. Um, I'm gonna. T- I think Oklahoma wins, but uh, so you're gonna you you would you would lean towards a little bit of little yeah, money I line. Re- I really hope my mom's not watching this, but yes, I'm I'm still know, going man. Baylor. <laughs> okay, right. all right, really hope question for you yes just to throw a wrench in all this if one of the teams personally does just blow out the other one they get those style points that they need do y'all think that one of them makes the college football playoff what i mean a lot of it comes down i mean what we're finding out is that a lot of it comes down to what utah does now that utah is ahead mm-hmm. of them um utah plays oregon um now this would be a utah team that would beat the number 13 team i think oregon versus right. say baylor number seven beats number six I am also the guy who doesn't believe that the con that the committee is in the interest of actually putting together the four best teams. Mm-hmm. I think they're in no. it to put together the four <laughs> sexiest teams. No. Yeah, I know. Surely not. I, I have a hard time believing that unless they are forced to, they're gonna put Baylor in the playoff. I hate to say it. Yeah. But I think because just because it's Baylor. Like I I don't agree with that. But uh, unfortunately, I feel like like Oklahoma, they would have no problem putting Oklahoma in there because Oklahoma's yeah. a big brand name. Yeah, big Baylor brand name. simply if, if just they isn't. blow out Baylor. Yes, if they blow out Baylor and Utah struggles with Oregon, which is very very possible, both of those things are very very possible. Then I think you see a Big Twelve team get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if Oklahoma even struggles with Baylor and it's a close game, Utah wins handily. I think it's going to be tough for people to yes. pass on the Utes. I I agree with that. That's that's the biggest issue for me is. I want to see do they hold up, um, you know, th- th- what what Utah does because I just think that I think they're looking for an excuse to keep Baylor out. 
And I, again, this yeah. is conspiracy, Greg. And I love I love Utah. I love to watch them play. And they're fun. Have. That defense they're, is fun. Their yeah. defense flies around. But you look at the Pac Pac twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, you can good. make the same argument uh, to some degree about about some of the Big Twelve schools, but the Pac twelve schools uh, they do not have great resumes. Yeah, I I agree. Listen, I'm rooting for Baylor. I hope they win the game. But I do think that uh, I th- I'm going to take Baylor plus nine. But I think that I think Oklahoma comes away with a win, and that's free money. But again, we're above 500, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Really matter. It is Matt Wilson of the Arlington Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, go to Arlington uh, for the Big 12 championship game, and then uh, we'll have you in next week to talk some bowl season. I Let's think we'll, do it. Well, is that right? We'll know the bowls next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. have you in for bowls yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, we should. we'll have you in for bowls, and then uh, and then. I will be seeing you for four straight days, probably five. If you're not avoiding me by Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. I'll come say hi. I'll be there. Absolutely. We can make fun of Shepard. Oh, yeah. Uh, For at least a couple days, maybe. Apparently, it's not very. Oh, I don't know. I'll tell you some. Listen, I've never gotten sick of it. (laughs) As someone who used to work for a bowl, I can tell you some behind the scenes stories of bowls whenever uh, whenever I'm on next. That's next week on Free Money. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. Um, There's Free Money. from yesterday with, of course, our good, good, strong friend, Matt Wilson from the Arlington CVB, um, who we will be spending a significant amount of time with. In the coming weeks. In the coming weeks there in Arlington. So No doubt. Uh, there you go. I like Baylor plus nine. I think OU wins, but I think they keep it close. Um, that's what I think. But it doesn't matter. Do you know why, Ashley? Because I've already clinched a winning I don't. For the year. Okay. Moving on. Well, I already had to sit through all that yesterday. I don't need to do that again today. <laughs> and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, well, I think the big final thought is, again, tune in to the, uh, to the watch party tonight. 7.30. We'll be streaming live on Facebook and TexasFootball.com. So make sure to do that. And then the one other thing that came after that, pretty sure it was Mies who commented. It was like way earlier in the pre-show when we were talking about eating pizza. Uh, at the watch party, mm-hmm. and he said, is it Alfredo's Pizza or Pizza by Alfredo's? And it's funny. Is it Alfredo's Pizza <laughs> Cafe or, or is it Pizza <laughs> by Alfredo's? Alfredo's. <laughs> uh, which is the bad one? I we The funny part is, when I brought it up to my roommates yesterday that we were eating pizza, they, uh, they asked the same question, and I'm pretty sure Pizza by Alfredo's is better. Okay. I'm so pretty sure. So here's the thing. Um, pizza by Alfredo is, is the th- one that... Yeah, Pizza by Alfredo is the bad one. The bad one? Yes. But uh, Alfredo's Pizza Cafe is the good one. Good one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because Kevin Because then he asked, do you want, a lot, do you want a, lot of, a lot of mediocre pizza, pizza or a little bit of really good pizza? And everyone's like, a little, a little bit, bit of a lot of, of really good pizza. Yes. No, we'll have Grimaldi's Pizza tonight, which is a which, lot. We're which is a lot. the Alfredo's Pizza of... Yes, that's the Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. The good one. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, we're, and we're going to... I'm feeling irresponsible. So beautiful. There we go. That's that's been <laughs> do for us. Thank you for spending part of our day with us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Tonight, the watch along. Be here at 7.30 mm-hmm. for the watch along. It'll be a lot of fun. Tomorrow, Mailbag Friday with special guests. See you tomorrow. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.